Hi there, folks. Welcome to the program brought to you by Midas Gold Group, MidasGoldGroup.com. I'll tell you what, we got an invasion on the southern border. We got inflation through the roof. Chaos is everywhere. Are you protecting your finances? We got banks collapsing too, by the way. Midas Gold Group can help you. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. Uh, pay them a visit. I trust these guys. They're veteran-owned. They're good guys. I know them personally. All right, I want to talk today about Joe Biden being too old for office. That's not a secret. But there's some things at play that we need to really, uh, the Democrats need to realize. It's not just that Joe Biden is too old for office. They have overplayed their hand as well. So now you got a double whammy. You got an old geezer who's a creep for president. And then you've got a Democrat party being led by this creep that's overplayed their hand on every radical policy imaginable, including the persecution of President Trump. So what does this mean? This sets President Trump up very well for victory uh, come November uh, 2024. So with that, let's get the party started. We shall talk about it. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, folks, thank you for joining me. GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. That is the website you can watch here. Subscribe. Please hit like if you're watching the video on Rumble or Getter. We've been streaming live there to great success as well. So thank you so much for that. All right, Joe Biden, it is clear to me that he's old. He is incapable. He's feeble. He's a national security risk. Uh, he gets grumpy. There are those inside the White House now that says they tiptoe around him. They don't even like to talk about his age because he gets grumpy about it. Anything they do to try to tell him to stop from telling the same stories over and over again, false stories, by the way, he gets very, very angry like an old man in a nursing home who got the wrong pudding, okay? He likes chocolate. They gave him vanilla. He blows a top. Um, This is what we face at the White House home for the elderly. Now, it sets up well. For President Trump. And the ultimate goal is to get a Republican in 2024, but we've got a long time before then. I am worried that Joe Biden poses a serious national security risk for more reasons than just the fact that he's old, incapable, in decline, being feeble, and all of those things. He's also on the take. He's bought and paid for by our enemies. I'm convinced of that. I believe Russian oligarchs control him. I believe the Chinese Communist Party controls him. Uh, But speaking of his age, you know there's trouble. When the likes of Morning Joe, Joe Scarborough, starts speaking out against Joe Biden. And this is on Joe Biden's self-proclaimed favorite show, by the way. Listen to this. But when it comes to Joe Biden, people say, man, he's too old to run, isn't he? I mean, he's not going to, he's not really going to run. Every discussion, when I say every discussion, I don't mean 99% of the discussion. Every discussion. Well, let me just say, Democrats off the air will say Joe Biden's too old. Why is he running? Well, it's a great question, right? Why is he running? The air, they won't say that. So So on the air, they won't say it. Off the air, they do. They know that he can't win unless they cheat, which certainly could could be the case. I was looking at um, headlines, by the way, and the headlines were... um, Unbelievable when it comes to the coordination on behalf of the media. Let me just read you some of these headlines. This is the New York Times op-ed. 
uh, Democrats are playing with fire to allow Joe Biden to run again in 2024. Washington Post op-ed, President Biden should not run again in 2024. And then, of course, you've got the mainstream media coming out and, and saying that he should not run again. So the media started to collapse. Remember I told you about Operation Oust Joe Biden. I think you're seeing some of that. They would like nothing more than to find a way for Gavin Newsom to run. But Gavin Newsom is running out of time. Come the mid-October, there are states where that's the cutoff to get on the ballot for running for president. So if you're not on and you're not running by this mid-October and then into November and December, you're out of luck. So if they're going to make a change, they have to do it quickly. I'm not convinced they're going to make a change quickly. I do think they should. This is why Joe Biden, I mean, just look at him in action. Let's go, let's go late, let the world. And Joan, Shingang, Shanga, Koala. God save the queen, man. Here he is walking, down goes Joe Biden. That speech he gave. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, foot. No one. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Mr. President, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very oh, much. It's great it. to have you. Thank, great you. To thank have you. Thank you. Thank you. Again, for those of you just listening. Don't go anywhere. It's this is the set of MSNBC. And Joe Biden just literally walks off in the middle of a segment. So. That's a gaffe reel. We could we could go 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes of gaffe reels of Joe Biden if we wanted to. When we all know that this is a serious issue for him. Van Jones, he's a leftist radical. He would be a Biden guy. He's coming out and saying it. Joe Biden's like that grandpa that you love, that you believe in, you owe a lot. But you, you, you start to wonder uh, you know, would, would you give this grandpa a high-stress job for six more years, or would you want something else for him? Uh, you want something else for him. You know, in many respects, it's elder abuse. But here's the thing. Joe Biden has been abusing his power, I believe, has been abusing children for a long time. Him's creepy. Even if it's the least of it, it's just that creepy smelling of kids' hairs. Just so disgusting. That alone makes him, to me, ineligible to be president of the United States. shouldn't have a creep as president of the United States. Um, this is MSNBC talking about the economy, right? So Joe Biden doesn't just have an age problem, and the Democrats don't just have an age problem. They've got a policy problem, and America is waking up to it. And when they went and indicted President Trump on so many occasions and persecuted President Trump, he goes into Atlanta Zone 6 and gets a mugshot. They don't know what they unleashed. They unleashed a beast. You've got minorities now that are coming out in full force for President Trump when they see this persecution. They, they see the same things that has been happening to them over years happening to President Trump. But even more than that, we always say people vote with their pocketbook. It's, it's an economy election. The economy is in the tank. We all know it's in the tank. Biden policies, Democrat policies. That's And that's a really a more important distinction. Joe Biden is totally transactional. I don't know what he believes, what he doesn't believe. <clears throat> I know he's a liberal. But he'll do whatever he needs to do to stay in power. And he needed to suck up to the Democrats and the radical faction of the Democrats to stay in power. So he's just doing the bidding of the Democrat Party. Today's Democrat Party are communists. 
which is why the com- the uh, the economy is failing. So this is MSNBC talking about a poll where Trump leads Biden 47 to 36% when asked about who do you trust more on the economy? This is huge, by the way. This is a problem for Joe Biden and his re-election prospects in our USA Today Suffolk poll. Trump does really well. And as you say, this is uh, this poll was taken after the four indictments. It's after some good economic news that the White House is touting, the president's in Maryland today talking about the success of Bidenomics. It is not yet breaking through with most voters. Uh, Vaughn, no. How do you explain this disconnect? <laughs> I think that that's an issue that the White House is going to try to have to figure out here. The White House is going to be able to figure it out because they just canceled more drilling projects, canceling them. You want to spur the economy, you bring the price of oil down. It makes everything cheaper. That's what's driving inflation, that and government spending. Joe Biden is going to cut government spending. They believe in big government. They believe government can solve all our problems. Again, the definition of a conservative is someone that believes we and our family know what's best for us and our families. The definition of a liberal believes the government knows what's best for our families. I'll stick with conservatives every day of the week. So they feel like they've got to spend us out of every single problem imaginable. You take government spending, you taste the price of oil going through the roof, and you've got inflation out of control. Joe Biden can't rescue the economy. It is impossible. I would offer up that President Trump is best suited to rescue the economy, but any Republican candidate could. That just takes some common sense, okay? And common sense, quite frankly, is what we need right now. Um, All right, I want to talk about the 14th Amendment because what the Democrats are doing are trying to use the 14th Amendment, this insurrection, 14th Amendment, Section 3, this, this insurrection clause, anyone who supported an insurrection, enabled an insurrection, isn't eligible for office. It's total bogus play. It's bullcorn. And I'm going to show you and prove to you why it is in just a minute. But before I do that, I want you to uh, visit my friends over at Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is doing things like supporting my buddies down on the border, Ben Berkwam and Oscar Ramirez. They're down in the Darien Gap between Columbia and Panama. This is thanks to Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is helping pay their way down there so they could tell the story on Real America's Voice. These are the kind of things that I want to support in a company. Why would you be with the big three cell phone companies that support total woke ideology? It's probably loving selling phones to illegals. When Patriot Mobile has 100% U.S.-based customer service, they love America. They support the things we do. Pay them a visit. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. Use the promo code grant for free activation. You can call them at 878-PATRIOT, 878-PATRIOT. And uh, they'll make the switch really quick and easy. As I said, 100% U.S.-based customer service. And when you call them, 878-PATRIOT, ask them about their performance guarantee. It's like none other on the market. It really is fabulous. PatriotMobile.com. I love these guys. Forward slash grant. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. Use promo code grant for free activation. Activation. All right. Um, as we continue here, I want to talk about the 14th Amendment. So the 14th Amendment is what they are referred to as the the insurrection clause. OK, I'm going to play just for for fun and giggles. Adam Schiffbag. 
All right, this is the radical from California, the congressman who's lied to the American people, made a living at doing it. Um, This is him talking about the 14th Amendment. Donald Trump is currently the leading candidate for president in the Republican Party, but he may not even make it on the ballot. Let me see if I can break it down. Under the 14th Amendment, if you take the oath of office and then betray that oath by engaging in insurrection or rebellion, you're disqualified from ever holding office again. In Colorado, Republicans have filed suit to keep... Look at that crap-eating grin on his face, by the way. As I'm looking at this, I know if you're listening, you can't see it, but he has a crap-eating grin like you would not believe here this guy boy uh, i'll tell you what he he is a piece of work him off the ballot because he's disqualified and you can bet if they're successful in colorado many other states will also seek to disqualify him from even appearing on the ballot well that is true colorado's trying to do it california's trying to do it it'll be totally unconstitutional and totally outside the bounds of the constitution um one it's not what the 14th amendment says either so Let me just read to you what the 14th Amendment actually, actually says, okay? The 14th Amendment says this, no person, no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military under the United States or under any state who having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same. Um, The people who wrote the 14th Amendment, this is at the time of civil war, they're thinking of the Confederacy, the Union, anyone who, they did not want them to be president. So, No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military under the United States. They don't mention the presidency. Now, they mention all the other offices, Congress, the the electors, but they don't mention the president. You think that's just a mistake? They just forgot to mention the presidency? No. I believe they actually were were thinking about if there was a Confederate general who was going to end up running for president, he would be eligible to be president of the United States to keep the country together after the Civil War. But this, whatever their thinking was, they left the president off for a reason. And to think that this would allow states to go out on their own and leave a candidate for the presidency off of the ballot to me, is so far outside the bounds of Constitution. It it is literally insanity when you think about it. But you get people like Lawrence Tribe, who's a total radical, who had to write page upon page upon page, legal jujitsu, to get to the conclusion that this is legitimate. Listen to him. Does the whole course of conduct leading up to and including January 6th, including the fake electoral slates, constitute a an insurrection or rebellion, that word is in there too, against the Constitution of the United States? If this was not an insurrection or rebellion, it's very hard to imagine what could have been. You don't need an army like the Confederate Army to have an insurrection. Mm. Everyone agrees with that. No, everyone doesn't agree with that. 
I think everyone would agree that in order to have an insurrection, you would at least need a weapon. There weren't any weapons found on January 6th. We've seen the video of them quietly walking through the Capitol, taking pictures and selfies. They wanted to go up there to peacefully and patriotically let their voices be heard. That's what President Trump's words are. If President Trump was enabling an insurrection, why would he offer up 10,000 National Guard troops the day before January 6th? And why would Nancy Pelosi turn it down? Unless she's the one that wanted an insurrection, unless there were feds there to gin up the crowd and push an insurrection. We still haven't gotten answers as to that front. I don't even like to argue the point and clear fact that President Trump did not enable or inspire an insurrection because it gives credence to their stupid argument. I would say get out of town. That's a dumb argument. It doesn't make any sense. I'm not even discussing this with you. But because the mainstream media continues to push this idea, you have to continue to defend President Trump, his actions, his speech. Nothing constituted a call for violence or a call for them going into uh, the Capitol to somehow take over the most powerful country in the world. doesn't make any sense. Well, Frank LaRose is the Ohio Secretary of State. So he has a different view than Lawrence Tribe about all of this. This is goes back to the Reconstruction era. It was put in place to prevent those who participated in the Civil War from from in serving in, in public office. But what this really is, is a fringe legal theory by a bunch of wild-eyed leftists that are just desperate to do anything they can do to try to defeat President Trump. It's not going to fly in Ohio, and we've made that clear. Yeah, not a lot is going to fly in Ohio on behalf of Democrats. That state is becoming, I believe, more and more red as Joe Biden stays in office. So many states are like this. I looked at a, at a map recently uh, of the Electoral College votes as of right now, according to polling, and it had President Trump literally through the roof. The whole country was red except for states like California and uh, and Nevada and, and, uh, and Maryland and some of those Totally wild red states, but so many other states, these swing states were all red. And to me, that tells me that Americans are waking up. They're waking up to Joe's radical policies and, of course, back to his age. I think I would go for Biden, but obviously I would prefer a fresher candidate. I would say that he's way too old and very unfit to be president. So that's from ABC interviewing young people about Joe Biden. Um, Well, Corrine Jean-Pierre, of course, she has her answers to all of this. How does the president plan to convince the American people over the next year that 80 is not too old for someone who's running for re-election? 80 is the new 40. Didn't you hear? Har, 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 har. Uh, 80 is not the new 40. I would be lucky if 54 was the new 40. That's how old I am, and I wish it was the new 40. I feel good. I feel like I look good. Anybody watching, I... I, I'm working out all the time, but 54 even ain't the new 40, and 80 certainly ain't the new 40, um, and that, my friends, is the stark reality of the situation. Um, hey, I'm going to get to a little bit more of this. Hunter Biden, by the way, suing Hunter Biden, suing the IRS because the IRS embarrassed him. I'm going to talk about that uh, in a minute here. Um, but first I want to tell you about my friends over at Midas Gold Group, MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com. Look, 
hundreds of my listeners and viewers have now used Midas Gold Group to protect their portfolio, to diversify their portfolio, and put some money into precious metals. Precious metals has stood the test of time when we see all the chaos going on in the world. Precious metals has been there as an inflation hedge, as as a privacy hedge. You got the government now with this digital currency. Um, The overreach on behalf of the feds and and even the United Nations, you got globalists now saying they want a, a, a global digital currency. All of this tells me, put some money into precious metals. So here's what you want. You want a group that you can trust. I know these guys. I have dinner with them all the time. They're my friends. Uh, And the reviews are fabulous from our listeners that continue to use Midas Gold Group. So please go to MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com, 322-GOLD, 322-GOLD. Pay them a visit. I promise you, you will not be disappointed with them. Um, All right. As we continue, I want to talk about Hunter Biden now. Um, Apparently, Hunter Biden is suing the IRS, um, suing the IRS because they embarrassed him. Are you freaking kidding me? That to me sounds ridiculous. Um, Check out this NBC deal. This is not a lawsuit by Hunter Biden against the whistleblowers. It is a lawsuit against the IRS saying that you are not carrying out your duties to protect individual taxpayers' information. And even if whistleblowers are allowed to go to Congress, and even if Congress is allowed to then disclose information, those whistleblowers cannot then go on national news and give interviews to news media and either confirm or add to that disclosure of taxpayer information. I think there's some merit to to this lawsuit. And mm-hmm. apparently Hunter Biden has decided that a good defense includes some offense. Well, let me tell you something. There is no merit to this lawsuit. How are you going to claim the IRS embarrassed Hunter Biden by releasing tax information when his laptop has him posing in the most ridiculous outfits I've ever seen in my life? has him having sex in the most ridiculous ways I've ever seen in my life, has him shooting up drugs on camera, has him smoking crack on camera, has him FaceTiming with the uh, widow of his brother, deceased brother, him hitting on her and having an argument with her and all. There are the most embarrassing things in the world on there, including the 10% for the big guy and all the, the corruption allegations. On that, how are you going to embarrass a guy that is already at the bottom of the barrel of embarrassment? I don't think you can. And by the way, the whistleblowers have free speech protection. All of this stuff is information that was out in the public eye. They are most certainly allowed to talk about it. This is a reach, but it does tell me that Hunter Biden's lawyers are going on the offensive. Why? Not to protect Joe Biden in this case. Hunter Biden's lawyers are concerned he's going to go to jail. Now, I have friends that disagree with me. Dr. Sebastian Gorka, who I respect his opinion, I say he's one of the most smartest men in America. He does not believe that Hunter Biden will serve a day in in prison. I actually believe on these gun charges, they may use Hunter Biden as an example because the Democrats are so radical when it comes to guns. Hunter Biden buys this revolver, a Colt, Colt revolver, lies on the application that he's not a drug user, not in possession of drugs, clearly a lie. But in that provision, it talks a lot about marijuana. 
it makes it clear that marijuana is illegal even in states where it's legalized, according to the federal government. And if you are in possession of marijuana, you have to check yes on it. Well, what's going to happen in Colorado or California where a licensed concealed handgun license holder, a law-abiding gun owner, has a bag of weed in his car? Isn't smoking it while he's carrying a firearm, but he's got the weed. They're going to string him up on gun charges, on lying on the form, throw them in jail. Maybe because they hate law-abiding gun owners. They may take this marijuana deal, and they may weaponize it against gun owners everywhere. I would not be surprised at that. Hunter Biden's attorneys, I believe, know that that is the case. And so now they're going on the offensive to try to keep him out of prison and maybe cut a deal. We'll drop the lawsuit. You you don't give him jail time, and they'll end up that way. But um, CBS did have uh, an attorney for one of the whistleblowers on. His name is Tristan Levitt. He talked about this lawsuit. The key distinction here is what happened prior to the House vote to release information and after the House vote to release information. So prior to the House vote, there are no specifics. The letter that my co-counsel, Mark Lytle, sent to the Hill, which Hunter Biden's attorneys also claim was a violation, was, was a broad indication of Congress that a client wanted to make disclosures about conflicts of interest and political favoritism. After Congress released that information, anyone can speak about that information. The fact that these individuals work for the IRS doesn't stop their right as individuals or the rights under the Whistleblower Protection Act to speak about the, the disclosures that they've made to Congress. Well, I agree with him fullheartedly, 100 uh, percent. That makes a lot of sense. Hunter Biden's lawsuit doesn't, but he's desperate. What happens when you stick a rabid dog in the corner? Excuse me. What happens when you stick a rabid dog in the corner? They're going to lash out. He's going to use his attorneys to lash out um folks don't forget to pay my friend over at my pillow a visit mypillow.com mypillow.com forward slash grant mypillow.com forward slash grant use the promo code grant all kinds of great deals there by the way lots of great deals 50 percent off on some of the sheets you can get <clears throat> you name it my pillow uh has it and the products are fabulous i use them use the promo code grant they make great gifts by the way great gifts MyPillow.com forward slash grant. Talk about a parallel economy. Support this guy. All right, folks. One of the things that I feel so strongly about is sticking up for the January 6th political prisoners. Even those that may have taken part in a little bit of monkey business. They don't deserve the punishments that they have been getting. Okay? One man is a guy by the name of Jake Lang. Uh, He actually helped save... Roseanne Boylan, well, he tried to save Roseanne Boylan. Roseanne Boylan is one of the one of the J6ers who died as a result of her injuries that day. Jake Lang tried to save her, as you can see on your screen there, did, did his best. Um, he's got uh, another gentleman he tried to save by the name of Philip Anderson. Philip Anderson was going to testify as his star witness in Jake Lang's case, and uh, Philip Anderson just got arrested himself now towards the end of August. Um, That is bad news. So let me remind you is what it looked like inside the Capitol in most areas. January 6th protesters walking calmly inside the Capitol building, okay? This was not an insurrection as they want to make it out to be. There was one area on the West Terrace which was rough. There were some skirmishes with barricades that I still have questions about, which got a little rough. 
But in the end, it wasn't as bad as you are hearing from the mainstream media. So President Trump, I'm so grateful, has come forward now and has announced that he's going to create a political persecution task force the moment he gets back into office. This is President Trump. To reverse these cruel travesties of justice tonight, I'm announcing that the moment I win the election, I will appoint a special task force to rapidly review the cases of every political prisoner who's been unjustly persecuted by the Biden administration. All right, so that is needed because political persecution is an understatement. Now, Jake Lang is being politically persecuted. As I mentioned, 980 days without a trial. Trial gets postponed again with no new trial date set. And may I remind you about my very good friend, John Strand, who I will keep telling you this story, even though I fear that he is getting backlash from me telling his story. He called into this program from prison on his first or second week in, just last month, they took away his phone privileges. Dr. Gold, who he was his bodyguard, Dr. Gold's bodyguard, John Strand was on, on January 6th. She came on the program to say they took his phone privileges away. They throw him in solitary confinement because we're speaking out about his case. I have talked to Matt Gates about John Strand's case. Matt Gates has confirmed he thinks this may be the worst case of political persecution and punishment inside these prisons of any J6er he has seen. So I'm happy to report we have Jake back now on the phone. Uh, Jake Lang, welcome back to the program. Grant, my brother, thank you for having me. God bless you. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I love about you, Jake, is you always have an upbeat, a positive attitude when you call in. But why don't you tell me what has now happened to your case? 980 days and, and counting, and now still no trial date set? Yeah, Grant, this is incredible, actually. I mean, the twists and turns that my case has been through um, can all be boiled down to one thing. They are trying like crazy to get me to cave into a plea deal. The reason why they have canceled my trial three times now um, I had a trial date scheduled October 9th of this year, then May 5th of this year, then October 10th, and they've canceled all three of these ones. And this time when they canceled it just last week, they did not reschedule my trial date. So I've been detained indefinitely now for nearly a 1,000 days. And on top of that, you mix that in with the fact that they just arrested my star witness, Philip Anderson, uh, the man that you know claims I saved his life did a court sworn affidavit um, nearly three years ago on the steps of the Capitol. Young black man, um, I dragged him out of a, a pile of human bodies that Roseanne Boylan died in, and um, they have just arrested him because they know that that's going to be a huge witness in my case. And now the FBI is you know in, broken his door and uh, came and arrested him. So they've detained me indefinitely and arresting my star witnesses. This reeks of corruption, Grant. Yeah, it sure does. And you're in the D.C. gulag, right, as it's become known now. Is that correct, Jake? Yes, I'm back in the D.C. gulag. This is my 13th stop as a political prisoner. I did my first year of incarceration here. 
um, back in 2001 to 2000, or sorry, 2021 to 2022. And uh, now I'm back here after they sent me all across the East Coast to different federal penitentiaries, a federal prison in Brooklyn that was gang-infested, full of violence, and I found my way back to the gulag just in time for more COVID lockdowns. Yeah. Uh, and I want to let everybody know this D.C. gulag is not meant for long-term prisoners. People aren't supposed to stay there for a year. It's for basically for those awaiting trial. You don't have a trial date now. What do your lawyers say, Jake? Can they not force this? I mean, you in America have a right to a speedy trial. Sometimes defendants postpone the trials, but it doesn't seem to be the case in your case. Well, it's, it's mainly coercion from the prosecutors and through the legal system because the, um, they're not giving me the exculpatory evidence. They're not giving me my full right to access this 40,000 hours of video so I can pinpoint out, because I was at the Capitol for nearly three hours, you know, uh, two men claimed that I saved their lives on court sworn affidavits. I, I tried to save Roseanne Boylan's life. I got in a lot of skirmishes with police officers that were, that were hurting women and elderly people. I was defending them. And so I really need all of the video available to pick out and pinpoint these different circumstances where the police were brutalizing and abusing unarmed citizens to help exonerate myself. And they just haven't given me that. That on top of now, I have to wait for the Supreme Court because I filed my case into the Supreme Court, that 1512 charge I was on your program with Stephen Metcalf, my attorney for just a few weeks ago is now slated to go before the Supreme Court, and now they're waiting until the Supreme Court decides on that aspect of my case before they carry my case to trial. So it's multiple reasons. It's on the government's fault, you know, 100% that they have appealed my case. You know, my judge dropped my 1512 obstruction of Congress charge. They appealed that to the appellate division. The appellate division overturned that charge, so I had it back on me, and we appealed that to the Supreme Court. So, okay. you know, this is a, a dogfight in these courtrooms, Grant, and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're basically coercing me into just continuing out my detainment without Jake, bonding me out. I mean, where's my bond? Yeah, no bond. What do you, uh, real quick, if you can, what do you face in terms of years in prison, and what is the plea deal they've offered you? Have they offered you a plea deal? About over, over two years ago, they offered me a plea deal for nine years in prison. Um, being a, I was 25 years old when I was incarcerated. I'm 28 years old now. Um, being a 25 year old man that I was, uh, not having any criminal record, never being inside a jail cell before, I was, I thought that that was absolutely crazy. And now seeing them hand down these, uh, these sentences of 22 years, 17 years, 18 years to the Proud Boys and to the Oath Keepers, um, it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. I would definitely never take a plea deal. It's just not in my, uh, my bone structure. I, I have a spinal cord, and I won't, I won't bend down and break to these, uh, wow. these tyrants. But it's just crazy to see this. And, uh, you know, they want decades. If I get found guilty at trial, they want, like, 15, 20 years from me legitimately. That's what they're going to be going after. Um, so, it's, you know, this Jake, is a fight for my life, Grant. You've been amazing at staying strong. And quite frankly, it should serve as an inspiration to the human spirit of what you can go through. I couldn't imagine being in prison for three years under these circumstances, especially when I believe, and I've looked at your case very deeply, I don't believe you deserve to be in prison for, for this amount of time by any means whatsoever. So, Jake Lang, you keep us posted, 
And uh, we will keep doing our part. And hopefully President Trump gets in there and he gets this political persecution commission in right away and uh, and gets all of you guys off and out of this mess that the left has put you in. Jake Lang, thank you. Thank you so much, Grant. And anybody looking to support the January Sixers, help us out on our legal fund. I created a legal fund for everybody. Very simple. Go to j6legal.org, and uh, you guys can contribute there. And thank you again so much, Grant. God bless America. Stay strong. Absolutely. Uh, j6legal.org is the website that he gave there. All right, that's going to do it for Stinchfield, the podcast today, grantstinchfield.com. Please, if you're watching, folks, subscribe. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel here on Rumble, Getter, wherever you get your podcasts. It is uh, so important to me, and I appreciate that. GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com, Stinchfield1776 on just about all the social media platforms. And uh, I appreciate all of you watching, listening, and the support that you give me. We call it Stinchfield's Army because it's a big, giant family, and I thank you for that. It's why Stinchfield's Army rolls. See you back uh, here uh, tonight on the Real America's Voice show, so make sure you check that.